Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And Mercury is in retrograde. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, do you guys know what that means? Can you really? give me a 15-second synopsis? I can. All right. Rachel, why don't you give us a 15-second synopsis? Okay. You, you are our um, astrology guru. I'm, t- I'm, I timing, really? I'm timing you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you timing me now? Yes. All right. So several times a year, Mercury is said to go retrograde. That means it's moving in an opposite direction to Earth. Okay. But it's actually an illusion. Like imagine that you are in a car on the highway and you're moving faster Time. than the train. Time. Oh. Generally, so explicit I mean, warning. <laughs> generally, bad things happen, right? You know, you're gonna. Yeah, I want to do Earth over. Is rotating in an opposite direction. Yeah. Well, it, it seems yes, yes, it's going in the opposite direction for just a few short weeks. But it happens several times a year. Right. And generally, that's when astrologists say when Mercury is in retrograde, it's just kind of a time of chaos and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. it goes through July 31st. Is that an unusually long time for Mercury to be in retrograde? That I do not know. I can get back to you on it that. It seems pretty long. Like, I feel it like does. it's usually just maybe a week like or two. Like a week or two. I did not realize Mercury was in retrograde until I was having a really crappy week. And I googled. Yeah, but that's that, that's retrograde retrofitting Mercury <laughs> to make it fit your problems. I mean, no, that's like reading my uh, my horoscope and saying, "Oh, yeah, that is accurate. That happened." No, it's it's retroactively retrofitting. I don't like that. Okay, well, you don't have to like it. All I'm saying is, I did have a crappy week. I'm not the only one, and people are all up in arms about Mercury being in retrograde and it contributing. Chaos and in it's their contributing lives. chaos to the real estate market. Yeah, so we did a story this week uh, about how this might affect your wheelings and dealings if you're in the real estate market. A coworker of ours uh, actually was trying to sign a lease, and there were a bunch of uh, delays and problems that kind of cropped up that really shouldn't have, and so she was blaming Mercury in retrograde. And, and they even say that you're not supposed to sign, like, contracts during Mercury Retrograde. We talked to some astrologists, and we even talked to a real estate broker. So right. we got both sides of it, yeah. who said, you know, some people are a little bit more sensitive to this type of thing than others. And you should just maybe be a little bit more cautious during this time um, if you can avoid signing contracts or something like that. Huh. Um, you should, uh, you know... Slow down. Think about your choices. Okay. So there's been a housing slowdown over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm not saying. That. Wow. <laughs> That's the Suddenly one buzzword you picked up on. creating a housing bubble. I know. You so, you heard it here on House Party. Starting the housing bubble. So okay, Mercury. So, yeah, that, the burst. The stock market's down. It's because Mercury's in retrograde. Maybe. You are the worst. Could You're be. such a troll. I'm just asking. I don't understand how this stuff works. <laughs> the real estate broker that we spoke with said that she does, in many instances, believe that Mercury retrograde can add some complications or delay some aspects of the real estate process and generally highlights the need to read the fine print. Hmm. It's basically kind of like you're having a couple crappy weeks. You might need to just slow down. It's okay. it's it's a very convenient thing to blame <laughs> daily annoyances on or or things that may go wrong. I mean, it's So, my question though is is for hardcore astrology heads, do they just like close the doors and, you know, 
lock themselves in the house for three weeks or four weeks? I don't know. That's a good question. And in fact, we have a couple of astrologers who we work with pretty frequently on stories about like the best decorating style for your Zodiac sign or the best home style. And I would love to get one of them on the pod to talk about kind of this stuff. I know you'll be rolling your eyes the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I will. It's too woo woo for him. It's fine. It's fine. I had, I've had my, I had a whole astrology workup, you know, one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you did really. Yeah. Was it, but did you find it accurate? No, not really. Really? No. Do you guys know what star sign Rihanna is? I'm hoping she is a Virgo because that would be right in line with what I am. <laughs> and you, you want to be the same sign get as her? With Rihanna? Well, I mean, I already share a birthday with Beyonce, so. September 4th. Yeah, it's soon to be a national holiday. September 4th, right? You won't tell your coworkers your birthday, and you just told a whole worldwide audience on this podcast. <laughs> I just said I share a b- birthday with Beyonce. Yeah, that's easy enough to figure out. Anyway. Oh, Rihanna has – her birthday is the day after mine. Oh. So she's a Pisces, just like me. February tw- 20th. Hers 28. is the 20th. Mine's the 19th. Yeah. Anywho, um, the reason why I'm talking about Rihanna is because uh, she is renting her house, this – amazing hollywood hills house um and do you guys know how much it's going for how much what, what's the price per month on this sucker uh thirty five thousand dollars whoa <laughs> it's not cheap uh but the place doesn't you know it's, it's a really nice house it doesn't look cheap um and this is actually isn't the first house that she's rented out um this is the second house the first was in i believe west hollywood and it was only a measly sixteen point five thousand dollars a month. Oh, okay. So you know, <laughs> yeah, a big, drop in the bucket. Yeah, anybody can make that rent. But this place is nuts. We did a story on it. We have photos of the place. She was trying to sell it for seven point five million. She put it on the market in late two thousand eighteen, and no buyers um, wanted anything to do with it so she said i'm just gonna try to rent it because she's not living in la right now right she bought this place for what seven million i believe it was yeah it was something like that like 6.8 or something and where is she living do we know right now is she living like in france or she's in uh north london yeah so she's trying to find a renter 35k if you want it and what what are the highlights of this place that would make it worth the 35k um I mean, it's huge. It's like 7,000 <laughs> square Rihanna's. feet. It's Rihanna's, it's Rihanna's yeah. place. You can live. Um, it's kind of like modern Spanish style, Rachel. Yeah, that's and I know totally you're... up my alley. Yeah. There's a piano in these pictures. Like, it's it probably comes furnished, too, I'd have to imagine. Bitch, maybe. Have my I, would money. Hope, I would hope so for 30, what did you say? 35,000? 35, 35, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I know. Speaking of another L.A. place, another L.A. mansion, mm-hmm. uh, we all know about the famed Spelling Mansion, the place that was owned by Aaron Spelling, TV creator, producer, most famously Beverly Hills now, 210. Um, and it recently the Love Boat, all, you know. All, all the, yeah. So it recently sold yeah. to the tune of a 100- lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sold for just a, a touch under 120 million and Aaron Spelling doesn't or didn't own it. I mean, he died he passed away I believe 2005, 2006. 
Someone right. He wasn't that the one that yeah. recently wow. sold it. So uh, in, I believe it was 2011 or 2000, yeah, 2011 it was, uh, his widow sold the place to Petra Ecclestone, who was the daughter of Formula One mogul, daughter of Formula One mogul Bernie Ecclestone and showed mm-hmm. Petra bought this place for $85 million cash in 2011. Cash? Uh, cash. Cash, 85, $85 million cash. And it was already, you know, it's 55,000 square feet or something like that, 56,000 square feet. It's bigger than the White House. It's got, you know, it's probably one of... 123 rooms. It, it's one of the biggest homes, one of the biggest private homes in America, if not the biggest. It's it's huge. And this place, Petra Ecclestone, put it on the market. She put it on the market in 2016, and I remember we wrote about it at the time. She put it on the market for $200 million, and it sold for, um, like I said, right right under $120 million. Uh, still no word on who the buyer was, but we talked to a few local brokers and agents to find out, was this a fluke? Is this a sign of anything? You I, mean, was it a fluke, like the house selling, like for so, yeah. for was so much money? Yeah, was it just a one-time or? thing, or can we expect other big properties, other big dollar properties to start to fall off the market. Right, you know, okay. Are there, are there, are there, like there going to be a rush on luxury? Yeah, is there going to be a rush on luxury? And one of the agents we spoke with said that there's another sale in the same range. He didn't give any other details, but he said there's a sale coming up that's going to be around the same price. And uh, he says this is a great time to be purchasing properties like this. Uh, if you're well, a high, <laughs> If you're a high net worth, you know, individual. Naturally. Right. Cleaning, <laughs> cleaning sucks. <laughs> it, it does. There, there's suck. no two ways about it. That that's it. That's your grand statement. We actually did a story on cleaning myths, things that, you know, are passed down, tales that mothers tales. and sons and fathers and daughters pass down. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh, who's passing these tales down? Legends. Legends of the fall. <laughs> legends, legends, of, le- legends of the, of the cleaning. Um. <laughs> Just, just things that, you know, uh, old wives' tales. Is that like a pejorative uh, whatever? No, 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 no. That's a, yeah, old wives' tales about cleaning. So you busted them. We, yeah. which I'm aware, I don't think Eric and I have read this article. Sorry yeah. To say, no, it's not because we don't like you, but I, I did just, not read this. I'm article. just really busy right now. I've got a lot <laughs> I don't, going on. My I didn't expect you to Mercury read all is in retrograde. Mercury is in retrograde, and that's why I didn't read your article. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's actually good that you didn't read the article because um, I'm going to do a little quiz with you guys. What? I am going to read you guys some of these myths, uh, some of the most hotly contested myths, and I want to hear you guys' opinions on them. Okay. Okay, so myth, th- this myth um, is that baking soda will completely remove odors from carpets. No. It's a myth, so you know it's a myth. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> She wasn't trying to posit it as a, as a true statement. I'm confused about what the question is. I have not tried Have this. you ever had a stink on your carpet and sprinkled <laughs> baking soda on it? I hey. will use that, like... Uh, scented. There's that, that that stuff you can shake out that has. Yeah, like it's a, basically like scented baking 
soda. And then you vacuum that up. And then you vacuum it up. And then that's supposed to take out the stink. I don't think it completely eliminates it. I don't think anything really completely eliminates odors, frankly. Yeah, it. But I'm a jaded individual. It really just masks the smell. Is all it really does. Though, especially the ones that are scented. Baking soda works in the refrigerator. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it soak up the odor if there are strange strange odors? I've seen the the, like commercials where it's like the bubbles and it soaks up the odor bubble and it's like, oh, cool. Um, Oh, but yeah. So you're saying is the baking soda will not take take the smell out of your carpet? It won't completely take out the scent, like. Or the, or the the odor. Um, What's our suggestion then? Is it to just get your carpets professionally cleaned if you have a bad stink? Right. Just be bougie. It's, well, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> like, what was that? Your suggestion that one time? Just get a house cleaner. Just, yeah. <laughs> just get a house cleaner. Thanks, um, Eric. <laughs> I mean, this suggestion is to clean up the stain as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. The, the quicker you address it, the less likely there's going to be a terrible odor. Um, if that's not possible, take it to a professional carpet cleaner. Um, have a professional carpet cleaner come. If it's a rug that you can actually remove from your house, take it to a professional cleaner. Um, and then you should also have your carpets cleaned at least once a year, um, according to the experts. I yeah, we've heard that before. Yeah, Stay that. on your carpet cleaning, people. Yes. Not doing that. You're not doing that. Well, well you're I mean, a renter. I mean, you're, not, you're in a rental, so you don't. Yeah, I mean, I could always rent. I can rent one of those things from the grocery store, but oh. I don't believe that they do as good a job, obviously, as a professional would. Mm-hmm. But this, I did have mine professionally cleaned once, and it was a whole cha cha, as you would say, to get the hoses and everything. I'm upstairs, and it was right. like they had to route it through a window and up the oh stairs. It was nonsense. And if you are renting a place, should you have your Carpets cleaned every year? I mean, because you're renting. No. Yeah. I would say not as a renter because there's a strong possibility that, I mean, unless you're doing some funky stuff on that carpet, like (laughs) you're you're probably fine. What are you implying? For a couple of years. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's move on to the next myth. So this myth is um, lemon peel will clean your garbage disposal. Have you guys ever thrown a lemon peel down the garbage disposal and shredded it? Yes. To Not for the get purpose it to of smell cleaning. better. Well, for smelling better, we have. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've done this. Yeah, and I know we talked about this when AOC was shocked about about what a garbage disposal is and you're not supposed to put any sort of fruit rind or peel down your garbage disposal Mm because it will damage the garbage it damages the blades okay so what is this a myth natalie can we confirm this it's a myth um it'll only again mask the odor it won't actually get rid of it um this is an eternal myth (laughs) this is an eternal myth i mean I think if you have a true stank in there, you need to get like a plumber. <laughs> a you, you might need to like actually go in and do a little bit of like garbage disposal surgery um, and get yeah. the actual – because there's if, – if you have a really bad odor, likely there's something stuck in there, be it old food, you know, a bone, something. <laughs> what are you doing with your garbage disposal? A bone? Like a, like a chicken bone. <laughs> okay. PSA, do not put bones <laughs> down your garbage disposal. For yeah, everyone listening, never. do not. The the myth of the lemon peel is just that. It's a it's a complete myth. <laughs> okay. Don't don't put fruit rinds down there. Um 
And then another myth is vinegar is the magical, amazing cleaning agent um, that you can just use to disinfect and clean anything. No, I never believed this. I had a roommate, sorry, Melina, um, who would use vinegar on everything and it just stunk up the apartment and it just... It's stinky. I didn't believe that it actually sanitized. Yeah, vinegar does not smell good. Like what would she, I mean, not just singling this woman out, but what what do you use it on that you think you can clean? She'll clean countertops. But why wouldn't you just use like the floor. A, a Clorox wipe or use like... Vin- she didn't like win- the smell of chemicals. Oh. It's like a very all-natural solution. It's but, Whenever uh, you see one of those articles, it's like the all-natural alternative. Yeah. It's like essential but, oils and vinegar and like that's it and to me like, the smell of vinegar was probably just as bad as the smell of clorox just, was to her right because it just makes your house smell sour doesn't it it just yeah it smells it like does. Ugh, or even like insane. mrs myers like just you know that that smells a little bit better than it's it's yeah there's any number of environmentally friendly i think cleaning products these days that are not okay just straight vinegar right but i mean one of the reasons why vinegar shouldn't be used on every surface in your home is because it can actually damage these surfaces mm. like cast iron, natural stone, unfinished mm-hmm. wood, tile. Some of these things are just not good to mix with vinegar. I like olive oil and vinegar, like, a, you know, dip yeah. in, to dip bread in. Like a balsamic For sure. That's, that's, that's balsamic what we're vinegar. Here. But we're talking no. about white vinegar. Oh, white vinegar? Huh? No. If you're going to use it to clean, you want the distilled white vinegar, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a myth to believe that it's the magical end-all, be-all cleaning agent because it's not. It just it just isn't for every surface. Like if you, if you want it to clean some surfaces and that's your – prerogative to you know if you don't if you don't like the smell of clorox if you don't want to bring the chemicals into your house that's fine um but just be careful when using it on things like cast iron natural stone like your your marble countertop just be careful okay i will be careful i will we have a few other myths if you guys want to check them out on realtor.com slash news you can uh I mean, one of these other myths is kind of interesting. Washing mach- washing machines clean themselves. Did you guys know that? <laughs> what? What's so funny? <laughs> it's very meta. <laughs> Whoa, mind blown. My, my mind is blown. Washing machine just cleans itself. I mean, it's, it's a, a myth. Machine, it's a myth. Right? It's a myth. <laughs> How could a washing machine ever be dirty? It can. Uh, crud builds up. I know. Crud builds up. I mean, you're supposed to wash or supposed to like wipe it down, especially if you have the same situation that Rachel and I have, which is a shared laundry. Oh, room. I'm sorry. Don't get yeah, me that, started on that, that again. That, that I, know. I have to do laundry tonight too. Oh, oh girl, girl, I know, girl. <laughs> I I feel I, that is the one thing that I really feel that was the worst. Yeah, that like, is the biggest bless of living I, in a, a rental. <sighs> Yeah, wow. I'm sorry. I hate, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you guys. Um, I can come do laundry at your house. <laughs> no, you can't. You should. You should bring your bag. Just like go. No, over there. no, I don't. You're, so experts recommend that you um, run a cycle or two each month with nothing in the machine but a cup of vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs> All comes back to vinegar. 
shall we move on to winners and losers? Yes, we shall. We shall. So winners and losers is our segment at the end of the episode where we discuss celebrities and the real estate that they either bought, sold, or rented. Uh, We have one loser and one winner each week, and you can probably tell from the titles that the loser probably lost some cash, made a bad deal, and the winner scored big time. Um, I'm tempted (laughs) to segue to the winner because scoring is very much part of uh, his job, but we'll start with the loser this time. Um, Okay. The loser is Eric. Go for it. Yes, you can cue the sad trombone for Real Housewives of New Jersey, former Real Housewives of New Jersey star, Jacqueline Lorita. Jacqueline has had a house in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. It's the house that it was on the show. Uh, they've had many parties, many get-togethers, many... Uh, drama-filled exchanges in this house. First of all, I didn't say in Chicago I had a contract with these magazines. You said that you were putting in a, an article about getting remarried. Yes. Teresa, you've slandered me in these papers when I, I've never I done anything to you. I have not slandered you in the papers. You put your arm around me on a bus telling me how great you are when you knew that was in a magazine. And you didn't have the time or the courtesy. Or, no, I'm not she kidding just you. Or the decency we're you at told a me wedding. was in that magazine. We're at a wedding. There's you think I'm going to bring that up? We were at the hotel. I'm not going to bring it up at a wedding. You're hitting run. You know what? You don't, you do, you're looking in my face and you yes, don't tell I'm me what's in the looking in your yeah. face because I can't being And too- you're lying. It uh, went on the market. She bought it with her husband, Chris. Gosh, I don't even remember when she bought it, but they put it on the market in 2014, which is five years ago, for 2.85 million. Nobody bought. Um, she, I think, that was around the time where she had departed the show, and then she came back to the show. And we I, talked about this house before, have we? On the pod, yeah. When she put it on, when she dropped the market the price. initially, because you were like, "Oh, I remember that table." Oh, from like where they had like a game night downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it. Yeah, yeah, it's. I do oh remember God, it. That table's well, so I mean, ugly. When I watched, she can still be a loser. I mean, she can. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She can Just, be a two-time loser. Is sure. it the table? Is it the table in the wine cellar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, oh, because yeah, Juicy Joe was down there with. Uh, I'm not disputing bless, her loserdom. Just to Juicy uh, Joe, recognizing that we've that I've seen no, it before. Bless. I'm. I'm glad you're able to recognize those patterns. Yeah. Foreclosure rumors swirling. The bank does not own the house yet, as as far as we looked into. The bank does not own the house yet, but uh, they have jumped in an RV and gone to Nevada. They're gonna they pulled up stakes and they're gonna live in Nevada now. So they are not even in the house any longer. And it's she cut the price this week down to one point seven five million. They've cut the price on this place, I think, around f- five times total, and still no buyers have come forward. So. Mm-hmm. I That's don't know if, if they're in, still in some sort of financial difficulties, but uh, yeah, the Loritas need somebody to come up in this Franklin Lakes house and buy it. And uh, it's a nice house. Like, there's yeah, what's the deal? Why huge? Why is nobody huge stepping up? Floor to ceiling windows. That's a great story the idea. Kitchen's a huge that. chef's kitchen. I mean, it looks dated. Like it's yeah. you know, it's 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 a bit Tuscan dated. It's looking. got that yeah, it's got that definite Tuscan feel to it that we've all expressed our disdain for. <laughs> But I would think if they'd cut the price that many times. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't tried to, like, 
paint or do some little like cosmetic tweaks to make it more appealing. Um, yeah, that's an interesting concept. At what point, after how many price cuts, do you change things yeah. beyond the price and actually... Well, I mean, usually, and I, you know, again, I don't know the specifics of the situation, you would usually change your agent and the agent would come mm. up with a new marketing plan. Well... Hopefully they have a buyer come along. We never want to see anyone lose money um, unless yeah. they're – Sometimes know. we do. Ja- Jacqueline, someone we don't want to see lose money. No. She, she's, she isn't really. She's fine. Okay. Uh, let's move on to our winner. Our winner is a true winner in real estate and sports. Um, it's Novak Djokovic who yes. just won Wimbledon. On a massive miss hit, Wimbledon, number five for the Serbian superstar. What a treat this has been. And he's beaten Roger Federer in all three Wimbledon finals that he's played him in. Yeah, he bought a place in Miami Beach at this building that is bananas. It's it's. A, called 8-7 Park. It is gorgeous. It It's kind of designed to almost look like a ship facing yeah, out. Yeah, it's like a famous building. I feel like it's recognizable. Well, we, we've covered mm. the penthouse in this in this building before. Mm. Or, or I'm sorry, the Wall Street Journal covered this penthouse in this building before. But the building is designed by this Italian architect named Renzo Piano. Mm. And uh, the penthouse in this unit, I mean, I'm sorry, the penthouse unit in this building went on the market late last year for $68 million. It's not on the market right now as far as we could tell unless it had been bought by somebody really quietly. But the penthouse on top was $68 million. Djokovic bought a place. It, they didn't disclose the price. It, he bought a three-bedroom place, and a three-bedroom unit currently for sale is on the market for nine point five. So you figure hmm. somewhere between nine point five and sixty-eight million, if if that's your range, so pretty <laughs> big range. <laughs> that's what he probably spent. Do we know he, which? Do we know which floor he purchased on? We don't know. No, we just know the building. Okay, we, we just know the building, and it's an eighteen-story building. My goodness, this building. I mean, it's such a cool. Uh, yeah, building. I'm in love. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, and this this building comes with like all the high end amenities you would want. It comes with a private park, which is a feature that I have not seen in a, a building. Uh, you, it's a private gated park that only residents have access. Divine to. park, though, is it just like a little square of land? I mean, there's a botanist on the building staff that can all help. Right. Okay, the okay, owners, you defined park. I got it. <laughs> the owners with their personal terrace gardens. Got it. That's There's also cool. a Turkish hammam, which is kind of like a steam, a steam room, yeah, bath sauna. kind of area. And then there's two oceanfront pools, and there's a wine bar, which some of us would enjoy. And then the out there's an outdoor juice bar. And I don't know what the HOA fees are at this place, but probably more than my rent. Yeah. Well. But it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous building on Miami Beach. And it's called 87 Park. I would love to retreat to this place. Um, yes. Well, bravo to him for snatching yes. up such a cool place and for winning a an iconic tennis tournament. Yeah. 
That's it for House Party. All that right, is- see you. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Eric, Eric's just going to walk out. Um, Bye. That is it for House Party. We are done. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to read any of the stories that we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com slash news, or you can go to Google and type in realtor.com and the topic, and the story should pop up. You can contact us at podcast at realtor.com. If you have any questions, if you want to share a crazy real estate story, we are all ears. The inbox is wide open. <laughs> uh, Rachel, do you want to talk about social? Yeah. And then if you want to give us a follow on Facebook, we would love that. We've got a community there. We'll talk with you about all the stories that we talked about today. We're at House Party Pod there. And on Twitter, we are also at House Party Pod. And on Instagram, we are at House Party Pod. And then finally, just please subscribe to us. If you liked what you heard today, remember to give us a five-star rating and review. We would very much appreciate it. And it helps other people find our podcast. So I listened to a number of podcasts um, during the week. And I've never really, I've been a bad podcast listener. I've never really given them ratings or reviews. And I last, this week, I just, or this last weekend, I recently rated and reviewed all of the ones that I listened to and it didn't take that much time and it made me feel really good so I mean at the very least five stars easy to hit um that's what I've done on all mine we would love if you went the extra mile and wrote a review but um yeah at least give us some stars we might even read like if you write a particularly entertaining review we might read it just Mm -hmm. because we like hearing from you guys um Okay, that is it for House Party. Uh, We will catch you next week. And thanks so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.